to the Rockman Show. It's time for Rockman to give his opinions, his views, and his thoughts on life and rock. So grab a beer, buckle in, and get ready to rock. The name too. The name's pretty cool, man. It's like Who's God's Destroy? Could I uh, take a try at it? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Who's God's Destroy? Dude, what the fuck is that? Oh, that's that trying to sound tough. Uh, well, it's not working, sir. Fuck you. No, okay, use that voice. Who's God's Destroy? Now, dude, you got it. Um, uh, anyway, uh, brand new band, Derek Sherinian, Bumblefoot, and Dino Jalusic, which, dude, if you guys have been listening and checking out the songs, which I hope you do, I don't know if you do this, but I play a lot of newer music, and I want you guys to like, holy shit, that's good. So, if you're listening on iTunes, people, go to the website therighttorock.com and every show I post up the names of the songs, the artists, and everything. So, check that out and you can see who you're listening to over there. But uh, Dino Jalusic, uh, dude, just an amazing singer. He's like, a lot of people are comparing him to Dio. And I gotta say, he's kind of got that voice. It, it, just as you heard. Uh, and the dude, he, he, just, he was in this band called Animal Drive. He's uh, doing the TSO thing uh, before, I guess, Coverdell shut it down. He was in Whitesnake, I guess, singing half the songs, and then Coverdell was singing half. I'm not sure how that was going to work, but it was going to be cool, and I was going, and then they pulled the plug. 
pulled the plug. Didn't get to see it. It's pretty bummed out. That would have been cool. Um, but yeah, the band's called Whom Gods Destroy. And the song that you just heard was called In the Name of War. I just feel like I got to do that every time I talk about this band. So if you listen to it, it does sound a lot like Sons of Apollo. Well, at least I thought so. But I mean, that's Bumblefoot and you got Derek Sherinian, two guys in Sons of Apollo. Of course, Billy Sheehan is busy with Mr. Big. Uh, They're doing their uh, Big Finish, the Big Finish Tour. So farewell tour for Mr. Big. And uh, at the end of my little intro here, you're going to hear my interview with Eric Martin that we did last night in Houston. Uh, And it's like the beginning of the U.S. tour. First stop was Houston, man. How fucking cool was that, man? Uh, I'm not sure how that happened. Hey, I, I do. My head freezed up. Dude, there's no one else in the studio but me. You're in the booth. Okay, I see your fucking hand. Well, what are you going to say? Well, uh, Colin got that set up. Colin did? How so? But, uh, <laughs> he, uh, he thought that it would be cool that they started in uh, Houston. Well, I thought it was awesome, too. Who the fuck brought Eddie Trunk? Uh, well, that's a, that's a good question. Yeah, it, dude, why was he there? Hello, this is Eddie Trunk. I'm still in Houston. And uh, I want to let you know that to listen to me on Sirius XM. So th- Just stop. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Enough of you. John, did you let him in the studio? Uh, sorry, I did. Ta- uh, what, is Tommy up there? No, he's, he's on break. Get, get Eddie away from the fucking mic. And he's banned from the studio. You know this. Sorry, sir. Oh, he's fucking taking orders. Seriously, we got a really good interview with Eric Martin coming up here in a few. But I just wanted to chat with you guys for a few minutes. Uh, like I do. And just uh, say hello, how you doing, and all that stuff. So anyway, uh, I, I wanted to bring something up. Uh, Happy New Year, by the way. I uh, hope you uh, enjoyed the reunion of Genghis and Ragman, which was pretty cool. Brought in your new year right, like we tried to do. Um, but on New Year's Eve, I want to mention something. I did something kind of cool. I don't know if you guys have ever been to uh, Dueling Piano Bar, uh, which is a little different. It's pretty cool. I dug it. Um, I went to this dueling piano bar, and I went my with my friend and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend had a bunch of friends there. And one of them was uh, a couple, Latin American couple. And the wife was a metalhead. And the husband's more of a jazz guy. He actually plays drum, jazz drums and stuff like that. So anyway, we were, uh, I started chatting with the, the woman because uh, my friend Jorge was like, hey, uh, she loves metal like we do, and she loves going to concerts and festivals, but she's more hardcore metal than me, so you might you know get along talking to her about music and stuff. So I started chatting her up and stuff like that, and sure enough, he was right. And we were talking about you know heavier bands and stuff like that, bands that are actually shows that we'd both been to, and she definitely uh, was looking at heavier genres. 
than my buddy Jorge, who is more into more progressive metal, more musicianship, kind of like. Actually, we went to Mr. Big last night. Um, that's what he's into, and she was into more of the metal stuff. So we just got to talking, and uh, I forget where she is from originally in Latin America, but she mentioned to me that she learned English um, by listening to Aerosmith songs. <laughs> is that fucking crazy? I was like, holy shit, how cool is that? Because I always hear, and I, you know, we all know my love life. A lot of these women are foreign and they don't know English so well. Hey, ah, rim shot. Thank you, John. Uh, but anyway, uh, a lot of them say that they learn English by movies, television, stuff like that. Not by music. And I found that so fascinating. I was like, how the fuck, how fucking cool is that, that you can learn a language by listening to music? And how cool is it that you're listening to Aerosmith and you're learning English that way? So anyway, well, why don't we play some Aerosmith? Um, I'm not going to play Dream On. I'm not going to play Walk This Way. How about, ooh, I'll do something that rhymes. How about Just Push Play? myself a little bit of a birthday party that got a little bit out of control which it is rag band uh <laughs> I, I wanted to tell you it's kind of weird i it's one of those sayings if you drink beer and you invite people that drink beer to come to your party then you're probably going to be drinking for free bonus right fuck yeah why not uh but it was at a level of craziness to where as soon as I would finish a beer another one would appear as soon as the next one's gone you know you know how the story goes from there long story short I mean I'm drinking from my date was from two to five I'm drinking for three hours straight of course and then it morphed into a very long day of shutting it down around 2 a.m. I made out with this lady and I, I got to tell you, this was the weirdest thing. So I have pretty high standards when it comes to women. Um, you know, looks are huge for me. But then once the looks are there, I'm like, okay, she's got to have a personality. And hey, I'm not nothing to look at myself. We all know that. But if I'm lucky enough to get a beautiful woman to look at me and think that I'm handsome... Then, you know, I've got to 
go through the layers and say, okay, she got a personality or she just a hot chick. So anyway, uh, this lady starts chatting me up and I'm like, hey, how you doing? All that stuff. And dude, the goggles were on and <laughs> I'm looking at her and she's flirting with me and I'm like, Oh, I want to find you attractive, but something's... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't... I don't know. So anyway, I did kiss her. It happened. Whatever. But it, it was going to morph into something a little bit more. But a plug got pulled. Let's just say that. And... Not my plug. Oh! <laughs> but uh, it was just so weird. And yeah, I made up with the, someone that I was not attracted to. So. Yeah. Hey, what was me, right? It's horrible. That said, I'm fucking thirsty, Mr. G. Clean that shit up. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Just, just fucking get it cleaned up. All right, tonight we got a good one. This is uh, actually came in my suitcase from Europe. Uh, this is uh, we've had another beer on the show from these guys, uh, Dukrama Herring, out of uh, Utrecht. Uh, Netherlands, and they make some really good beer, man, I gotta say. Uh, I cannot pronounce the name of this in Extivist, I think is what it's called. Let's just say it's a black IPA. The uh, can's pretty cool. It's got like a little uh, fucking octopus guy on there squirting the black ink down uh, below the sea, and uh, label's pretty cool. I liked it. I mean, part of the reason it caught my eye, so... And they're gonna get high marks there. All right, this is called Inkt Inktivis. Oh, okay, Inktivis. Oh, the the lettering on the can's a little bit. You can't really read it so well. So, um, Inktivis is how we like our black IPA. is a refreshing and drinkable dark beer in which the abundant fruity aromas are enriched with a touch of oast. A bit like throwing. In a little bit of dark chocolate in your fruit salad, mate. Uh, so don't be scared. Jump in. There you go. There was a lot of accents going on in that. So anyway, I'm going to pour this bad boy. Uh, I love black IPAs. they got to be roasty. They're telling me this one's be a little bit fruity, so it should be interesting. Uh, it's pouring out really nicely. Uh, oh, dude, that looks fucking nice, man. I ain't joking over there. Um, nice, 
jet black, dark black. Uh, kind of the head is kind of a caramely coffee looking. A uh, lot of head on that. Uh, let's see how the lacing does. Oh, dude, no lacing. That head is just sticking there. So it looks like it's going to be a good, rich, creamy head. I like that. <laughs> oh, my God, this guy. All right, so anyway, let's do the aroma. Our appearance is four. Easy. All right, uh, licorice notes. Really? Wow, interesting. I don't really get the coffee or the roast or any real pine, uh, but... Ah, well, three and a half, maybe. I'm not getting enough there. So let me click myself. Cheers to me. Mm, oh, wow. Okay, so, <laughs> fuck, yeah. So, dark, bitter, dark chocolate notes. Um, oh, my God, that's so good. Yeah, kind of that, a little bit of that licorice -y. It's not peppery licorice -y. It's kind of a licorice uh dumbed down taste with a little bit of coffee so bitter bitter chocolate with dark chocolate with coffee notes fucking john hit those fucking horns bro dun, dun, dun. all right that calls for a tune how about something new how about kill the lights from ashes cool tune don't know much about those guys but i do dig that song i'm not gonna lie to you anyway uh guys short show for me tonight because you've got a great interview with my friend eric martin eric is always amazing on the show and i always thank him for coming on because the guy's a fucking maniac he's awesome he's my buddy so without further ado how about some mr big and i'll talk to you next week Holds up! Hey, fine folks, this is Eric Martin for the band Mr. Big, alive and kicking in Texas on the Rag Man Show.
we are. Here we are. We're in Warehouse Midtown. So I bitched about how the venue changed where it was mid Warehouse Live in. Nick just walked in. Yeah, Nick, Nick joined the party. Don't talk to Nick. He's okay, he talked to when he's, uh, you know, he's he's got things on his mind. He's spinning plates. He's just about ready to rock this drum out right now. But this interview won't go too long. And if it does, you're a dead man. Uh, uh, from Billy or from Nick? Uh, you don't ever talk to the icon like that. Yes. Okay, it's just Nick. Okay, and then okay. the icon. And the icon. Don't even mention the icon's name again. Like Eve's the maestro. You can't call maestro. me. Oh, I like maestro better. Yeah. Well, that's the, Eve's got the name already. Oh, yeah. Then the icon. Yeah. So the I, I like the icon. The icon. I like that better than maestro. But are you going to refer to Billy on stage tonight as... As the icon? icon? I might. You should. I mean, why, why not? It's, it, you probably go. I mean, like, yeah, I will. So when I introduce him, I usually say... Mr. Big, Mr. Bad, Mr. Ballsy, Mr. Bodacious, the baddest motherfucking bass player in the whole wide world from Buffalo, New York. Bad boy Billy Sheehan, the icon. I like it. And then you can say, welcome, Houston, the home of the Ragman show. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, that probably won't happen. Maybe I'll whisper that. If any, any horse whisperers out there. Anyway, you asked me a question. Uh, before Nick walked in. Yes. What were you saying? You well, I was actually just going to introduce you, but everybody, this is Eric Martin from Mr. Yeah, Big, yeah. but you already know that. Everybody knows me by now. I mean, I've been kind of doing this for, oh, way over, like almost 40 years with Mr. Big. And before that, you know, God, there's probably 10 or 20 years in there too. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm actually counting up counted up more numbers than I'm at my age. So yeah, <laughs> I was here first. I was, I was a ghost first. Anyway, yeah. Um, talking about this tour. Yes. Very excited about it. Day um, one. It is kind In of, Houston. it is kind of bittersweet a little bit because, you know, nobody, everybody's always asking, you know, why are you quitting? And what, you know, you guys still have some good music left in you and good energy. Um, and, we look at each other and we go, I don't know. Well, it, was, it, was it your idea to quit? I think it's just time. We've been doing it for so many years and everybody in the band has so many other projects yeah. that it's hard to, to, to make schedules, you know? Hey, look, if I had my druthers, and boy, I've never, never even used that word in the rock and roll world. If I had my druthers, me and Nick would be flying that freak flag and carrying Mr. Big to an, more thresholds, you know? Well, let me ask, Well, let me... Oh, I do feel you. And I do have a question. It's sparked a memory. So, you know, is part of this end-of-the-line tour, the big finish, is it partially because Pat passed away? Who was a huge part of the band? Absolutely. There's all kinds of little reasons, but we've persevered. I don't know if that's the right apropos word to say after... Pat's passing, but you know, it was enough time. His wife gave uh, us their blessing That's to awesome. her yeah. blessing to move forward. Um, and uh, Nick comes into the band, and I don't know what it is. I mean, probably Nick's getting sick of me saying, "God, you totally remind me of Pat in this one part," or, or man, even your humor and even your silent treatment towards me <laughs> is just like Pat's. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a little, uh, we're, we, you know, I would, I'm stuttering now. This happens. I, I get a little nervous. nervous in front of me. I, I get it. It's fine. Yeah. 
<clears throat> I think that that has a little to do with it, but that hasn't. That's only a t- not your part, but oh. the patorpy part. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, <clears throat> it's only like maybe ten or fifty percent about it. You know, I think sure. it's because it's this is look. Everybody said, oh well, well, you know, the Rolling Stones are still doing it. Oh fuck, so easy. It's so yeah. easy. They play. They play one gig, and then like two weeks later, they play another gig. If maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. This is a this. I don't know who uh, booked this cocker made me tour. <laughs> this is like two travel, two travel, two travel. I'm like, what the hell? I think I I think I mentioned to my um, the agent. You know, look, I, I just can't do three in a row anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Two travel, two travel, two travel. But uh, it. Uh, it, it just, it, it hasn't run its course. I mean, the band, right. just we just completed uh, a brand new album. Awesome. Studio album. I just, the band uh, were, were in uh, Nashville and they recorded the whole thing, you know, with Nick. And, um, and I just got done singing on it uh, yesterday, pretty oh, wow. much, you know. In the, in the morning, I picked up my... Uh, I gave my parking pass back to the, the producer, and I said, "Okay, I'm done." And it sounds great; it really does. I was worried in the beginning because of uh, the fact that I wasn't in the room at the same time with the band, and that kind of sucks to me because I have to do a guide vocal, and and I and also I wrote a bunch of songs, and I really wanted to get it right. But the band know me so well, and they know what I'm going to do. And I, look. Um, Nick posted a uh, picture uh, or a little video of him and the band playing, you know, on Mr. Big Tour. And I've never seen them so happy oh, yeah. uh, without me uh, <laughs> in, in the studio. I mean, it's been so many years. I mean, yeah. I looked at it and I'm like, I was like, oh, my God, Mr. Big, they're like, so fucking happy. I'm like, I know. Isn't it, they're adorable. Anyway, move on to the next question. Well, I, the question is regarding this new recording i know you and pat had written a lot uh for the last two mr big full-length records how did the writing process go this time did you guys just throw ideas at each other like this time it sounds like everybody recorded separately and then you flew oh well that's a sore subject uh uh, actually hey nick now that you're here i pushed for you big time nick wrote like four songs four or five songs and one one or two of the songs i really wanted on the record but just didn't work out that way. And Billy, you know, I mean, I'm, me and Paul did a, the lion's share of the writing on this mm-hmm. one. And mainly because we didn't have enough time. We, we are contractually, uh, we were contractually obligated to put, to, to give the record company uh, the record, like right away, as of like a week ago. Oh, wow. And it just got done now. And it, and I'm not really sure it's completely, you know, got the, I'm not ready to put the cellophane on yet. But yeah, me and, but Paul and I wrote the lion's share of it. But now that Nick's in the room, I just got to tell you, Nick, your four songs that didn't make it were the best songs on the record. Ah, no, that's not true. Some great stuff. no, they were fucking great. Stuff. Not all of them, not all of them. But man, that, that, that's, that, that one song that, that's Fox Beard thing. Oh my, I fucking love that song. Nice. That would have been a perfect opener for us, man. I don't even know the title of it, but like, yeah, that's a great song. And there was another one too that just had a really good rock and roll vibe to it. 
If Nick wasn't here, I wouldn't be talking so much about him. But, well, you, you've got to, you know, inflate the eagle a little bit. He's a new guy and all that. So no, no, no. he ain't a new guy now. He's, well, no. he's a made man now. Yeah, he's a made. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's awesome, man. I, I, it was funny when you and I first or last spoke. The I guess reunion tour had just gotten announced, and you were trying to pronounce Nick's last name, and I. Nick doesn't listen to the show, I don't believe. And, uh, <laughs> it was true. That was so true. And we remember, I had like, we did like 10 or 20 tries on it. Yeah, we it. did like yeah, pizza but stuff. Nick has made it uh, made it so easy for everybody. He just goes by NDV. NDV. That's it. Like That's it. it. Yeah. I mean, I, now it just rolls off, off the tongue. Nick DiVirgilio. Nick DiVirgilio. Virgilio, Virgilio. Virgilio? Virgilio. Oh, I thought it was more like vagina. Like the vagina, the vagina, yeah. So to vagina. Hey, is this the kind of shit that's going on? I, I would like vagina. Uh, yeah, we love. I don't even look at the artist now. Tony's right standing right there. Don't even oh, look at. Don't sorry. even dare. I'll turn it to a pillar of salt. <laughs> yes, exactly. So Asia, the tour there. Uh, I almost. I was in Asia the week after you were in Philippines, Manila. How was the whole tour? Uh, and I was going to hit you up if I had been You're not there. Gonna but... tell me. Uh, how was the whole tour? Uh, let me tell you. Like, okay, the the hotels were amazing, the food was amazing, and every one of them, and the crowd was just probably the best crowd that we've ever played in front of. And wow. and yeah, I mean, every one of those shows were amazing. It wasn't just we always say Japan, chorus man, playing Budokan and playing. Some of the other shows was fantastic, but on every one of these shows, the kids came out. I, I remember awesome. that first gig that we played in China. Um, it was kind of a it was a festival, and I think it, I mean it had like a lot of pop bands on it. Uh -huh. It wasn't like a sometimes you know <laughs> Mr. Big would play in England, and it's like Slayer, Megadeth, Mr. Big, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but. Um, but they'll throw a cheap trick in there too, so it'll kind sure. of balance out for us. Uh, this that first show was kind of a festival with like pop bands and and um, muso and uh, turntables and kind of shit uh -huh. like that. But as soon as we came out, I, I, I found out like in the good way that they all came to see us. You know, yeah, it was fantastic every one of the shows. But yeah, just want to tell you. The food was amazing. I love Asian food. Oh yeah, me too. And, I like Asian women as well. Uh, well, you know well, that. good for you. Hey, maybe you could interview yourself later. Uh, <laughs> but um, the food was great. Yes. Hotel, all the staff of all every every promoter was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> we had this one guy, Space, from uh, China. I mean, it's, he's a great guy, and he did his best. But like you know, we had kind of a clusterfuck uh -huh. of driving there. And, and even Nick, uh, it's just like any tour. Look, I flew in late last night at 12 o'clock. Oh, yeah. I'm a little burnt out. Same thing with uh, Nick and his first gig. And we all got to the airport. And Nick, something happened with his, uh, what was it? We had to fill out that, uh, that stupid form. That form to get into the country. Yeah, I not stupid form. I, oh, I love which one? Oh, dude, I've been through that too. That Wait, sucks. Yeah, it, it's like a health form, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. to get into China. I didn't know I had to do it until I was at the gate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too late. My plane left. Yeah, that happened left. to me, and uh, I almost missed my flight in Japan. Yeah, uh, doing that because I was going to Philippines. And I had to fill out the form to go to Philippines. Yeah, it was the same kind of thing yeah. with with Nick and and like 
So he barely made it. I barely, I barely oh, made it to the first <laughs> show. But it all works out. Yeah. You know? So lean into it. You're doing that. What made you guys choose doing lean into it in its entirety for the final tour? It's just a more popular album. I mean, every one of the albums, I mean, I love them all and I love all the songs, but I think um, we left off a, a like, we left off maybe four or five songs on that rec. We'd always be playing Daddy Brother Alive and Kicking. Yeah. And uh, Green Tinted Sixties Mind. And obviously To Be With You. But we, over the years, we just didn't play Never Say Never. And lucky this time, mainly because of me. I mean, it was too high. I couldn't sing it. I mean, I could sing it back in my 20s and 30s, but yeah. I ain't that anymore, right? And I know everybody's like, oh, come on, man. You know. God, who's these guys out there? Miles Kennedy. I mean, he can sing anything, right? Well, not me. You know, just it's just like too much wear and tear on the voice. But and and uh, yeah, we just stopped playing some of those songs. Um, Little too loose. Uh, God, what else is on there? My kind of woman. Yeah. We played it maybe five times in 1989 and never played it again. Not 1989, 1991. Yeah. Right. Because every because that was the most popular record. That's the record that had to be with you on it. I think that record alone sold seven million records. You know, so yeah, it was amazing. Um, trying to figure out if I made any money off that record. It's <laughs> no. spent by now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. This is a, that's me when I have a brain fart. But yeah, lean into it. But we also it's not just the lean into it album yeah. and then go home. I mean, we're playing it. A plethora of, of of other tunes, you know. From we're playing um, "Addicted at Rush" first, like we used to mm-hmm. when we first started in the band. Uh, hey, are we doing Mr. Big tonight? We can. It's on the list. Okay. Call it. We practiced it. Cool. Uh, what else are we playing? That uh, we are we're gonna put in some more songs in the set as the weeks go by. Oh, nice. Yeah, we're nice. going to put some songs in and take them out, but lean into it, it's going to stay the same. I got you. I would love to hear Promise Her the Moon.
know what you've got Till the love is almost gone This time yeah, She's giving up Still in a state of shock I should have seen it coming on Well, we did it in Asia. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, and that's going to be on... Um, if I, could talk, I, I can talk about anything I want to. It's my sure. farewell to our say, Yeah, we have a live album that's coming out as well. DVD and, and, too? Sorry? DVD? Like uh, Blue Oh, Man yeah, thing? full on. DVD, yeah. nice. live, vinyl, the whole bit. But um, Promise of the Moon's on that. Is Promise of the Moon in this set? No. No, not, 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 not tonight. Gotcha. But it will be. Uh, hopefully. Um, I don't have a set list for you, buddy. But oh, you'll that's have fine. to be surprised. Is there a song that you never played live off Lean Into It that you're doing now? That's what I'm saying. Uh, you said like four or five. Well, no, were... no. We did a medley with Never Say Never in oh, it. Oh, okay. And, um, and it was just a little teeny taste of it. I don't think we ever played that live. And we will tonight. Nick, oh. Nick, it's the never say never. I'm like, here's my part. Never say <laughs> never. <laughs> now I heard Nick's backing vocals during the soundtrack. He sounded amazing. Yeah, really, really. Uh, compliments. You're supposed everybody. to be yeah. able to tell that, or not tell that his voice is. Of course, it's super high, right? right? But he's supposed to be me in some of those choruses. So does he sound like me? 
I hope he does in some of those courses. <laughs> Supposed to be going, like when you go, uh, well, I, I mean, I take 30 days in the hole. Do you take the high? I'm like, 30 days in the hole. Are you 30 days in the hole? Uh, Billy goes way up there. Does he really, though? I mean, really, does he? I mean, I mean, you could be doing it too. Somehow he I know, but like you don't, we don't want to get any fucking <laughs> band wars on this one. No, no, we, we, no. <laughs> we like that's my part. I've been singing for forty-five years. Yeah, you're right. Okay, stay with it. Um, so, uh, yeah, the harmonies, kick ass, solid, solid. Yeah. How long did it take you guys to rehearse? Because you had to go back and probably relearn a bunch of these songs that you yeah. played in, you know, thirty years. Mm. So. How long did it take you guys to rehearse to get it to where you got everything going? Smoothly? Not really that long. We went to Indiana, where uh, Nick's from, and uh, we went to uh, Sweetwater. Uh, what's it called? Sweetwater Sound. Yeah. Yeah, Sweetwater Sound, and we <clears throat> we did like uh, what do we do? Like a week? Yeah, four or five days. Yeah, not really that, that long. But Nick had been practicing it. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, when he got the job. He, you know, in between his, uh, all the bands that he's in, Big Big Train and um, Mr. Big. And you have any other big band names? That's, that's my only bigs. <laughs> there's, three, there's three bigs there. That's all there is? Oh, yeah, Big Big Train and Mr. Big. But uh, he, he's been on and off the road with, with that band and then learning uh, Mr. Big songs. And he learned tons of them. So that's why we were talking about... Um, Putting in um, temperamental and uh, price you got to pay because we haven't oh, done nice. those in a long time. We did them on the last tour, but they're just crowd pleasers, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> like I know the pulse of the street. <laughs> I don't know what these kids like today. <laughs> All right. How about take a walk? Oh, yeah, I was freaked out. Yeah. No, I mean, it it could be. 
but it's not tonight. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. So everything so, I've asked is yeah. not going to be. But I mean, it's a process that, of elimination. If you, you asked to be, is to be with you in the set? Is it? <laughs> with a finger to your mouth, like <laughs> for a million dollars, it <laughs> is. <laughs> One million dollars. Yes, one million dollars. All right. Uh, okay, uh, so U.S. tour, how long does it last? And then where do you go after the U.S. tour? Okay, so this tour, I looked, I just now looked at the itinerary. It is a long time. I. It looks like six months of touring. It's not six Autumn. to ten years like Kiss, right? Absolutely not. Okay. No, we're not doing that. This, it's over, I think, in August. Okay. Yeah. And so, where do you what do you finish? Or are you going to be in the U.S. or are you going to be abroad? Uh, we are going to be we're we're going to possibly be in the United States. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, the the last question was pretty much. No, no, no we're going to we're, so we're not we're done with Asia, mm -hmm. but when so we're doing a bunch American shows. It's up there on the on the list, right? And there and there's more coming, uh, but it's going to be it's going to end in August. Okay, and there's no coming back. You guys are no coming back. We're all done. But we're going to do records. We're oh, gonna, really? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to do records, and then we might do the occasional one-off. Mm -hmm. You know, but there's there'll be no more tours. You know, I mean, I could see a weekend here and there, but I mean, and this is just me talking. I mean, I could be like, I could have a band meeting after this and going, "Don't tell you that," right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I I'd like to see a one-off or a weekend show here and there. Would you, Nick? Absolutely. Yeah. Fuck hell yeah. But no no more lengthy ass tours. Yeah, I got I you. Do that. Are you still doing the Aventasia stuff and uh well I can't do it this year because right. of Mr. Big. I had to tell to be a Samet the other day and he was like I didn't even know you were on this tour. No, no, he didn't say no. <laughs> um Yeah, I told him all all the guys all wrote me, all the guys Ronnie Atkins from Pretty Maids and um um, well, Michael Kiske from Halloween's not on that tour anymore, mm -hmm. or either is Jeff Tate. What about Yorn? Yorn Landy's out, but jury's still out. We don't know yet. Um, and I've been trying to get my buddy Jeff Scott Soto in that to maybe take my place. Oh, nice. Yeah, but yeah, that'll be, that'll be the second time Toby to be us here. Samet hears that. I told him on the phone the other day, and now, now if you listen to your show... He's a huge fan of the Ragman show, I'm sure. Oh, sure. Absolutely. All German folks are. <laughs> Who isn't? Anybody right? from the Alps. Right? From the Alps. Um, but, yeah, this is going to be... Oh, I mean, God, it's a long-ass tour. Are you ready for it? Are you... you... Uh, well, let me see what time it is. It's 6 o'clock. In a, two and a half hours, is it 8.30? Two and a half hours, I'll be ready. Right now, I'm like, I mean, I sang Soundcheck, and I felt, I mean, I feel conceited saying it felt effortless, but it felt effortless singing the high stuff. Mm -hmm. But then when I dropped down to Wild World, I was like, ooh, I better warm up. Yeah. Because um, it's a different range in your voice. Even when I was doing the record, I totally saw, wow, you are not immortal, Mr. <laughs> Martin. Um, and I, I've been doing vocal lessons for months oh wow yeah okay and 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 singing on the new record i mean eight days straight like uh you know one or two songs a day harmonies and all that kind of stuff and i i feel more powerful than i did 
uh, oh, and I, I went to Japan and did a solo tour, like kind of a warm up. Yeah, it was, it was called Mr. Vocalist Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, I was telling Nick, very Michael Bublé kind of style, which, oh my God, I loved it. I, I, I can sing that kind of stuff. But that was three weeks, and then I came home, did the record, and then here I am. So I, oh, I wow. do feel pretty, I, I, I feel more powerful than I did, you know. When I, when I got off the road from the Asian tour, uh, oh man, I just ate and drank like a like I was like it was a, a lockdown again. <laughs> you know, we look great. Do you look like you're fit and I'm fit? Uh, I'm I'm holding some of this bread basket back a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I forgot all about that part. You know, like I I, I did the, my Japanese tour. I sang on the Mr. Big. Uh, no, I wrote Mr. Big record. I sang on it. I'm here, and I'm like, oh shit. I got the same shirt I wore in, in Asia, <laughs> and it, I don't even think I cleaned it. Sorry, Nick. We, good thing I stand in front of you, not in back of you. All right. Well, Eric, before we let you go, I know you need to get ready for the show, and thank you so much for uh, making time for me, my friend. And uh, you sounded great. It's sound check. You in? I was thinking when you went up there, I was like, he didn't warm up or nothing, and then you just went up there and killed it. Yeah. It, well, I, look, it's. It's adrenaline. I haven't seen the guys in a long time. Uh, you know, the meet and greet folks, they kind of don't know what to do a little bit. You know, they kind of like, do we stand here? Do we, do, are, we, are we allowed to cheer? Or uh-huh. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it's like, it's almost like uh, I equate it to Footloose, where like, you know, like, like a, you, there's no dancing here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I... I felt good, and every time I get up on the sound, I don't like sound checks, but when I get up there, I'm kind of showing off to the guys. And if, like, Billy kind of goes, hey, bro, he always goes, hey, hey, bro, doing good, you're all right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And, and that kind of makes me feel like a million dollars. <laughs> exactly. Well, Eric, before we let you go, you want to tell the fans anything out there? Um, well, um, this uh, farewell tour... It, like I said earlier, it's kind of bittersweet, but it's either this or a goodbye postcard for me. You know, I'm glad you've been able to come out and see the band and how we sound great. Yeah. We do sound great. I mean, judging by Ragman's, uh, you know, look on his face at Soundcheck on, I think your face read, holy shit. Yeah. yeah band is great. Um, Going to be playing... Probably all your favorite songs. I know there's gonna be one you're gonna go. You didn't play my favorite song, <laughs> you know. And sometimes you know have, they have a couple drinks out there on the house. They go, you didn't play take cover, and I go, oh yeah, we yes yes we did. They go, oh I was in the bathroom. Can you play it again? <laughs> that happens. Oh, yeah. Really um, wild. Oh yeah, you didn't play Wild World. Oh yeah, we did. Anyway, um, we're we're going a hundred percent. Gonna make sure everybody in the house has a smile on their face and goes away. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of more younger people coming out right now because you know all their parents are a bunch of old guys, right, right, you know, right. and old uh, ladies. Yeah, my right? kids coming. She's twenty. Yeah, oh, dude, my kids come and they're nineteen years old now. But like, yeah, there's a bunch of new Mr. Big fans. And it's kind of sad because, you know, like, oh, my God, I was just totally introduced to Mr. Big and you're breaking up, right? But we're going to give them everything. We're going to 
win-win for the Gipper. All right, guys, we're about to let you go. I'm here with Nick DiVirgilio. And this is Eric Martin. And we're going to give you three big holds up. Just for